All Things Unexplained, hosted by Dr. Mounts. Let's face it, we were always ready to roll without him anyway. <laughs> CJ Derringer. Ain't nobody perfect, right? And Smitty Neves. I've never planned out hardly anything my whole life. I just free ball. Featuring Cajun Man. I'm just old nobody, somebody looking for somebody. If they can get somebody on the inside over here, maybe we had somebody on the inside seeing the handwriting on the wall. That brings up something else I wanted to get into and how we can frame this in the context of what's going on now with Russia, Ukraine. Are you familiar with clairvoyant remote viewers? Explain it to me. So clairvoyant remote viewers are basically people, say you've got them in a room somewhere, and... You give them a location. Maybe it's latitude and longitude, right? right? And they can pretty much leave their bodies, think their mind or soul or spirit, leaving their bodies and traveling around the world. According to a previous guest last night, sometimes even to space, but around the world and viewing another location. You can obviously realize that could have some major military implications, but... It sounds crazy, right? At first, it sounds totally sci-fi. But the Russians right. in the Cold War had a department, a military department, that used clairvoyant remote viewers. Again, it sounds far-fetched, but the United States literally had a military department called Project Stargate, you may have heard of it, that used clairvoyant remote viewers to spy on Russia and other locations around the world. Wow. That's pretty amazing. And that's even on the History Channel. You can pull it up. You might have your computer in front of you now. Uh, Smitty, that was Stargate Project or Project Stargate. One purported remote viewer was named Pat Price, and he was given a target location one day. Perhaps he's in a uh, an office in the Pentagon. But something drew him away from his target. And he got drawn to Mount Hayes, the tallest mountain in Alaska. And he purportedly went deep inside of Mount Hayes into an underground alien base. Whoa. Right. And this was as a remote viewer for our legitimate military remote viewer department, Project Stargate. So that was during the Cold War, and now we're, we're definitely going to enter a new Cold War, if not World War Three itself. Well, Smitty, you know, given the fact this was a legitimate program back then, r- remind our viewers, when are we talking here with the Cold War? Right after World War One, really nineteen forty five to nineteen ninety, thereabout, it ended when obviously the Berlin Wall fell and the communism fell in Russia. Supposedly communism fell in Russia. Right. We'll put our, it that way. Our viewers and our listeners. And I think this project Stargate, as far as we know, really kicked in, in the seventies. Of course that doesn't mean it wasn't going way before then. But 
you know, if we had Project Stargate in the 70s, remote viewing Russia, I mean, what might we have going on now? Yeah, I mean, there's no telling. I believe that the military and pretty much every country is pretty much open to try almost anything to give them the upper hand. I mean, is that is that the guy that the Price guy was he the one that they made the movie The Men Who Stare at Goats about? I'm not 100 percent sure about that, but Pat Price did also meet a mysterious death. You know, they did the men who stare at goats where they try to use people's minds to kill people uh, for the military. I do remember that movie. I need to watch that again. Yeah, it's got, uh, what's his name, uh, George Clooney in it. But uh, it's based on on true story, you know. they They've done all kinds of different things over in the past that, that many people probably wouldn't agree with or approve of. But I think it's just been trying to grasp at straws, especially during the Cold War, because we wanted to get a leg up on the Russians. I mean, at one time, literally, because the Russians put the first satellite in space, and they also put the first man in space, Yuri Gagarin, we re vamped our whole American educational system to to reflect to have more math and sciences in school just to beat the Russians. So you think about if if we do that, I'm not saying we'll do anything, but I'm just saying that was the mindset. We've got to be better uh, and we'll stop it basically nothing to do it. Right. What George say? Yep, Bama George had a good point here. If you have ever seen the modern marvels about World War II Germany, they were on the verge of lots of breakthroughs that could have changed the outcome of World War II. So many, in fact, that it makes many people think they were reverse engineering alien technology. Yeah, I mean, the Germans did have the first uh, fighter pilot jets, the Messerschmitt, I can't remember exactly the number, but it was a Messerschmitt uh, jet plane. And... uh the Tuskegee Airmen faced them in a battle, and that was the first first Air Force jets there were. The Russians, I mean, the Germans had some really, really advanced technology during World War II. Right, and see, that's what I'm talking about. You know, you got these countries in World War II pursuing all sorts of advantages that we we would even today think of as just out there and just crazy and insane. You've got... Russia and America using clairvoyant remote viewers to spy on each other during the Cold War. You've got one remote viewer possibly finding an alien base deep within Mount Hayes of Alaska. Now, whether our government knew about this alien base or not, that is open for debate whether or not that led to Pat Price's untimely mysterious demise or not. That's open for debate. But, man, Smitty... This is what I'm talking about. What is the possibility that, you know, with the threat of World War III now clearly on the table and staring at us, are we still pushing the boundaries here for these advantages, or is it just our adversaries doing it? No, I'd say we'd be pushing the. I'd say we'd be pushing the limits. 
and trying to do everything we could do. I mean, I just don't think, like I said, the public's quite aware of it, but I believe that they're going to try to do everything within their power to make sure that our we're safe and that we can dominate if need be. I mean, I don't think it's it's just good enough to to uh, refer to nuclear weapons anymore because if we use nuclear weapons, we knew that, like you said, SAD will take place, self-assured destruction. And so we're trying to get a leg up. And I think we'll try to do it any way possible. You know, what else I find interesting is the name of that remote viewing project, Project Stargate. That seems a little too connected to UFO technology to me, or is it just me? Oh, I I mean, I agree. Stargate is obviously sounds very, very connected to some sort of alien technology. So it makes you wonder... I mean, seriously, if we're willing to admit that we had a Project Stargate using remote viewers and that and have that out in the public information, what could have what might have really been going on behind the scenes that we don't even know about? And this is in the seventies. I mean, yeah, you're talking about going from well, you think about it. It's so strange. And I was telling my students this the other day, but like this cell phone, well, you can't see it, but it has more capabilities computer-wise than the computers that we used to put a man on the moon in 1969. Think about how far we've came since 1969 to 2022, and that's not that long. But we're not putting people on the moon, though. I mean, but that's only what seven years i mean uh six years before i was born sure and five years before you were born sure so if we if we had a remote viewing project in the 70s called project stargate my goodness what sort of projects might we have going down that's why i think it's a legitimate possibility that the at least some of the uaps are ours like we've said there's a certain percent chance that that is the situation and that, you know, we are exploring alien technology to get ourselves ahead for what could could be World War Three. Oh, definitely. I mean, you know, and I don't think, like you said, I do not think that it would just be evasive. Right. There's got to be, if they're doing it, there's got to be some kind of destructive property to these weapons. I mean, if it's, if they're not, then they're only weapons we've ever created that I'm aware of in the history of the United States military. I mean, well, let's say planes or something like that, uh, vehicles that didn't have some sort of uh, use of weaponry. Right. So it wouldn't make any sense. No, I agree. But here's a thought experiment for you, Smitty. Go okay. If these UAPs are ours, we've got advanced evasion technology plus advanced offensive capability beyond the comprehension of other countries. Is this a secret so big that we would not even use it to stop 
World War Three? I don't know. I, I would think that maybe we would stop it, stop World War Three, but I think that we would have to be on the precipice of almost annihilation, possibly, to do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm saying we would try to every other avenue before we did that. It would be basically, in my opinion, the last thing that we did. Well, you know, if we had show military consultant Mr. J on, he would remind us how departmentalized the military is. We're talking about probably a very small amount of people that would even know about this. Clearly, our own Navy pilots don't know that this is in our arsenal. I think it's a very distinct possibility that such a small number of people know about it, that it might not ever come out of the box, even in the face of simultaneous atomic destruction. That's true. Well, you think about it, too. If that few of people know about it, there can only be a very small, slim number of people who could actually operate it. Yes. If it is, if it is actually operated by a person inside the actual you know, craft, it could be possibly like a drone, but you still have people have to operate it. I guess, I don't know, maybe the technology is so far above everything else that it, that it can be self-operated. Yeah, and but, you know, if we did take it out of the box, so to speak, you're looking at a situation where you've either, you've got to reveal that to the... Uh, other departments, right, to the president, to the Pentagon. Uh, you've got to take it outside the box and, the, and, and break down the departmentalization of the knowledge there. and um, Or you've got to put it on the battlefield without even the knowledge of the president. Right. You know, not to mention, it's, I mean, once it's out, it's, it's going to be out. It's, uh, and, uh, that would change the way that everyone looked at us. It may change the whole infrastructure of the world and our part in it. That's true. That would be something to think about because it would be strange. You know, I mean. Yeah. I mean, where would this fall on our priority list? Sounds like to me, based on our thought experiments, it should still be a pretty high, high priority. And, of course, we had this headline. February 24th, 2022, world headline, Russia launches a full-scale assault on Ukraine. And, of course, this is why we're trying to put into context our UFO UAP headlines from the last couple of years. How do we put it into context with the threat of nuclear war and the possibility of World War III? And we had an interesting headline here just a couple of days ago, Smitty. This is from the Daily Star in the U.K., this was written by Nick Pope. If you, if you heard of Nick Pope, you may have seen mm -hmm. him on television. So he's a freelance British journalist, media commentator, and former civil servant, whilst an employee at the British government's Ministry of Defense. Nick Pope was responsible, among other things, for investigating UFO phenomenon to determine if they had any defense significance. And he wrote an article titled, Russia-Ukraine Crisis, deterring aliens from making their presence known, says UFO specialist, that specialist being Nick Pope himself. So you can see what his thought is. 
He says, Russia's Vladimir Putin's constant threats risking World War III erupting is hindering chances of aliens making first contact with humans on Earth. He investigated flying saucers for the Ministry of Defense. He believes extraterrestrials who keep a close eye on Earth will view Russia's escalation of tensions as primitive behavior. The UFO expert says sophisticated alien civilizations who he reckons would be light years ahead of us may see it as a reason not to visit us or get in touch. He said highly evolved extraterrestrials probably regard warfare as something that only primitive civilizations engage in. So the Ukraine situation means we're unlikely to get an invitation to join the Galactic Federation, for example, anytime soon. Well, I mean, if that's the case, there's been war going on somewhere on this earth a long, long time. And I mean, this guy's probably pretty intelligent, but still, why would he say that this particular one would hinder the aliens? I mean, they've had other opportunities. You know, for we know if aliens do exist, they could have came here any period of time that they wanted to, time of peace or war. So what would make this one any different than any of the other ones we've ever had? Or the times of peace. Right. Which have been few and far between. And Nick Pope's viewpoint actually carries a lot of weight in the UFO world, in UFOlogy, being as he was in the British government's Ministry of Defense. And so his stance on aliens and UFOs carries a lot of weight. And so, you know what he says that goes down the thought experiment of okay, the these UAPs are alien technology. So we're heading down that path, right? Right. And maybe this is still why they just won't reveal themselves because of the constant warring. I mean, yeah, that's a possibility. Uh I mean, I that's what I was kind of hinting at is that we've been in wars so often. I'm I'm just saying I don't see why he's particularly picking this one, this particular one out, this conflict, because there's been conflicts going on for years and years. And if that is the case, which is possible, if they do exist, then that might be somewhat of a, you know, a reason for them not to make contact. Why would they make contact with this group of people who are nothing but in their opinion, a bunch of Neanderthals. Right. And I hate to tell you this, Smitty, but it reminds me of something else, too. Ancient alien theorists, you know, they believe lots of UFOs were in the Bible. The Bible certainly talks about a lot of celestial beings, and Smitty is also a resident religious expert. The Bible certainly talks a lot about celestial beings, beings from beyond the earth. It reminds me a little bit, I hate to say, of Revelation. Revelation previews the apocalypse and the eventual unveiling, essentially, of celestial beings to the population of Earth as they intervene in the apocalypse. They let some events play out. They intervene in other events. They reveal themselves to the population of Earth during Armageddon. And we have some other things like that happen, you know, with the celestial beings. 
Bible, of course, calls these angels and archangels. It just reminds me a little bit of Revelation, Smitty. Ah, uh, somewhat. I mean, you know, if you there's different viewpoints. Some people believe that most of the things that happen in Revelation, a lot of it were referring to the Roman Empire, and a lot of those things have gone to pass because if you look in the book of Daniel, all those prophecies in Daniel had already have already taken place because they were referring to different empires throughout history. There's a lot of different interpretations and about revelation and it's it's very difficult man that'd be a whole single podcast you could get into for years about that yes you know people have been looking for the end of time for ever and we've had wars and rumors of wars and those types of things and a lot of people want world peace but i don't believe there ever will be right But it is interesting, right, like how we, you know, we're looking at the news of potential World War III, simultaneous atomic destruction, which you could easily dub Armageddon. I mean, my goodness, why would you not put that in the category of an Armageddon? And you also have a lot of people out there that want aliens to reveal themselves and come down and intervene in such a situation, right? And that falls right in line with revelations. Well, Smitty, I've only got two more things here real quick for tonight. So I want to rewind back to the headline from October 2019 that we led the show off with. Three reasons to investigate the U.S. Navy UFO incidents. One was global warming. Remember that? And another was basically improving our relationship with Mother Nature. Headline, Now, March 1st, 2022, Arthur Michael Schellenberger on Substack writes an article, The West Green Delusions Empower Putin. While we banned, he's talking about Europe, plastic straws, Russia drilled and doubled their nuclear energy production. He says, in service to green ideology, they made the perfect enemy of the good and of Ukraine. Green campaigns have succeeded in destroying German energy independence. They called it energy turnaround by successfully selling policymakers on a peculiar version of environmentalism. I think, yes, he says, it calls climate change a near-term apocalyptic threat to human survival while turning up its nose at the technologies that can help address climate change most as soon as like nuclear and natural gas. He says because of these choices, Vladimir Putin could turn off the gas flows to Germany and quickly threaten their ability to cook or stay warm. Putin's successor, whoever that may be, will hold this power for every foreseeable winter. Man, this... And in 2019, they were saying these UAPs are important for global warming and improving our relationship with nature. But look how that's yeah. that's turned around on us now. I, I mean, I don't know. It's that's that's pretty pretty big. So I know it, it's it's something else. Like I'm just gonna leave it at that. We won't get into the political implications of it. One more thing, Smitty. I've been wanting to do this for a while. Probably our two biggest topics 
on all things unexplained are ufos and bigfoot right right so i've been wondering for a while now what if and a lot of people are in the bigfoot camp or they're in the ufo camp or they're in both and they kind of give equal credence to both and i'm about to do a little experiment here to, to show you that there is a difference between the amount of credence we should get and it breaks my heart to say this but the credence we should give to ufos versus bigfoot and all we have to do is apply bigfoot to these headlines and just imagine what the reaction would be so imagine smitty in 2019 if the hill reported headline three reasons to investigate the u.s navy bigfoot incidents uh i didn't even know that those <laughs> were a real thing they're not so i just i'm taking the word ufo out and inserting the word bigfoot okay so imagine headline 2020 we did this one earlier it was top secret ufo files could gravely damage u.s national security if released navy says the navy says this imagine if that said top secret bigfoot files could gravely damage u.s national security if released navy says yeah that would be that would be pretty crazy i tell you what it'd probably make me feel a little better <laughs> yeah because I, I feel less threatened by bigfoot than i do these other things so we said in so. in april 2021 on global news headline leaked footage of pyramid shaped ufos is real pentagon says imagine if that said leaked footage of of bigfoots is real pentagon says i mean can you imagine yeah then maybe we could send them to russia <laughs> or the ukraine and help the ukrainians fight well they've already got the yeti supposedly the abominable snowman oh, that's true I mean, you, that's true. you do remember the Dietloff Pass incident, after all. Yeah, that's where they all went. Was that where they went missing? That's where the hikers went missing. And they found the footprint. I still think the Russian military probably was responsible for that. But again, it just keeps coming back to Russia, right? They have been somewhat of a thorn in the side. But in my mind, Smitty, this kind of shows the difference between Bigfoot and UFOs right now. That, you know, if the, big, if the headlines in the news were like this about Bigfoot... Wow, what a game changer, right? But unfortunately, we don't have those type of Bigfoot headlines just yet. No, and you think if he was as legitimate, possibly, as the UAPs, that the U.S. Army would have picked up on him somewhere. Because you think... But there are. I mean, there are. And you can go to this. But there are some, some Vietnam veterans' accounts of Bigfoot like creatures that were in the jungles of Vietnam they have sworn basically to that effect that there were some Vietnam like I mean Bigfoot like creatures in Vietnam that's a good point Smitty that might have been the Ogopogo or the something Orangapandex something like that that's actually a story in April of 2021 comes out about uh, Vietnam. Some soldiers were convinced that they saw Bigfoot in Vietnam. There you go. But imagine if that was a headline today. Soldiers verify Bigfoot sightings. That would be that would be amazing. And with that, music sounds like about time for us to get out of here, Smitty. It's been fun. It has. Let's. I think we all need to say, you know, prayer, prayers for this nation, prayers for the world, though, on a serious note. 
definitely. A lot of bad things going down right now. But be happy and be strange and listen to all things unexplained. That's right. Good night, Smitty. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, Smitty. CJ, missed you. You've been listening to All Things Unexplained. If you liked this podcast, please do give us a five-star rating and leave us a review. If you would like to hear more All Things Unexplained, be sure to follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Our show depends on the support of listeners like you. To help keep us going, please be sure to visit patreon.com backslash allthingsunexplained. Our Patreon patrons get early access to podcasts as well as exclusive audio and video clips. Or you can find us on Venmo under the business accounts. Just look for at BigfootUFO. Additionally, you can support us at buymeacoffee.com backslash unexplained. If you can't get enough of us, go ahead and check us out at allthings-unexplained.com. A special thanks to our producer, director, sound mixer, editor, and the man who wears far too many hats. No, seriously, he wears a lot of hats. Dr. Tim Mounts. Without you, we couldn't keep the lights on. Thanks for listening to All Things Unexplained.